Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Uh, this is Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. It is uh, 6.37 on a Thursday. Uh, I might be a little tired this morning. I apologize for some of the missteps here. Let's get to um, the big story uh, around here. Uh, the big story about the resignation yesterday and now all the uproar. Uh, Yvonne Stokes is out as Hamilton Southeastern School uh, Board made it official. Uh, resig- uh, the resignation was accepted and the official story is that she chose to do this herself. She wants to move on. Uh, you can question the story. You can yell about whether or not you think the story is true. I kind of assumed that some other things happened the other day, um, but that is, that's the official narrative. And so what I'd like to say about that or the uproar about it and all the people saying that you definitely forced somebody out of their job because um, ideology changed uh, within the school board itself is um, that sort of stuff also happens uh, when people take over, uh, when, when you know, uh, thought processes of the people in charge are different than those of, of other people, that sometimes, yeah, the person executing on the uh, actual objectives on a day-to-day basis uh, doesn't wind up staying in the role. Again, I'm not trying to question their official narrative. I'm just saying that, that this sort of thing happens often in all kinds of workplaces, all over the, a new manager comes in, a new boss comes in. They usually remove some of the other people in power and put people that are more um, aligned with what they think uh, the job should be, how the job should be done uh, into those roles. Now, of course, everyone is immediately focusing on race. Uh, the um, person who lost her gig or who chose to walk away from her gig, again, the official uh, reported uh, version of that story that I'm accepting, um, the first black superintendent at that school and someone who also uh, pushed a lot of race-related sort of uh, things like the microaggressions and the definitions of those uh, being in the school um, uh, student handbook then being removed from the handbook. Again, something that people really do have differing opinions on the value of that type of education or that type of assumption. And so the other day when I was talking about this, I mentioned uh, this audio of Bill Maher, uh, who was on with Joe Rogan and talked about something that's uniquely different in the Democratic Party or the liberal way of thinking from when he was younger, from when he was, um, you know, uh, taught a certain type of goal for the future of our society. And I thought it was really profound. And what I think is even better about how Marr said this is that it's him saying it and not me saying it, because Marr is certainly a guy that no one accused of being a, a uh, far right, whatever you want to call uh, people, you know, uh, kind of individual. He's certainly still on the left and not at all afraid to um, go after or attack uh, the things that exist that he doesn't like about his own side of the aisle. So I want to play this it's about a minute long. It's him talking about. Um, a couple different things about um, the woke things that he doesn't like about the liberal or, you know, democratic way of thinking. And then he touches on race and he ends with something that is kind of bold to end with a comparison to the Ku Klux Klan. Trying to make the case that liberal is a different animal than woke. Yeah, because it is. And 
you can be woke with all the nonsense that that now implies, um, but don't say that somehow it's an extension of liberalism, right? Because it's most often actually an undoing of liberalism. It's so you can have your points of view and your positions on these things, but don't try to piggyback on what I've always believed. I have always believed, as liberals do, for example, in a colorblind society, that the goal is to not see race at all anywhere for any reason. Yes, That's what liberals always believed all the way through. Obama, going back, Kennedy, everybody, Martin Luther King. That's not what the woke believe. They believe race is first and foremost the thing you should always see everywhere, which I find interesting because that used to be the position of the Ku Klux Klan. That is Bill Maher saying what the problem is today in the way of thinking, in the types of conversation that start with race is an undeniable aspect of every conversation in every sort of way because it's something that, and as um, I said the other day, to quote within even the microaggressions definition that was put into and then taken out of that student um, uh, handbook, um, it says that sometimes even unintentionally someone could say something or do something that somehow is is offensive, demeaning, uh, something of someone of a different race. And microaggression means it's not even something you're saying in any sort of, um, uh, you know, kind of blatant way or obvious way. They're like, oh, okay, that was someone who just said something that was wrong, that said something that was racist or whatever you want to call it. It's something that you're you're not aware of. You have no intention to be perceived the way that um, it's going to be perceived by someone else. And those are things that were being told um, by uh, those individuals in power to to be prevented by kids who wouldn't have any even reason to think about them a certain way. There's there's a lot of stuff that you can you can say and think and feel and, and share with others that someone can interpret wildly differently than the way you intended it, even not about the same topic at all. And so I think that's what's at play in a lot of this. If a person in charge of a, a um, school chose to leave because ideologically not connected anymore to some of the people who are in charge at the school board or anywhere else, because you realize that, all right, we're going to be at odds for the rest of the time I'm in this position. Let me go find another position and we're going to pay me all my money that I'm owed. I'm going to get the rest of the, the um, uh, you know, salary and I'll go move on somewhere. That should not be an uproar moment. That should be a, a accepting that both sides see a, a more valuable opportunity forward separate as opposed to together. And it's not racist. It's not, you know, uh, all the things it's being called. It's just simply a thing that happens a lot. As I said, to start this, a lot of other places in society, when management changes, they sometimes change uh, the other management, middle management. All right, I got to take a break. A lot more. Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC.